0: Super Gap Analysis, using your competitors' rankings to guide your SEO success, with Lucas Zelesny from SEO.London. <music> Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Lucas, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022?
1: My number one tip for 2022 is so-called Super Gap Analysis. This is called Super Gap because I'm using a super high number of competitors, like 20, 30, 40, depends how much memory my local machine has. And I'm using Excel, obviously, and I'm using um, the data source like SEMrush, for example, uh, where I'm exporting Uh, positions, the rankings of the competitors and I am trying to build a matrix of all the keywords that competitors simultaneously ranking and my client is not. Considering the fact that competitors are players of the same industry, that is giving me a perfect view on the areas that my client is not ranking and should because of the fact that competitors are ranking already.
0: Okay, so finding the opportunities that your clients aren't working for, aren't ranking for, but your, their competitors are ranking for. So how do you get started with that? Do you have to define a list of keyword phrases to begin with?
1: Very often when my clients are onboarding, then I am sending them a form, a type form where they can add their, what they, whoever they consider a competitor. So they can add this. Some people are able to give me like 10, 20 because they know a lot about the industry. They are operating in for years. Some other people may struggle. Then I am using some metrics to find the most similar websites to the uh, client one. And the third scenario is that the client website is so new that doesn't give me any signals. So then I need to based on the description of where the client is operating, what the client is doing, try to identify at least three, four players, and then find similar players to these three, four I identified.
0: So, what metrics are you using then to try to identify close competitors?
1: Um, I'm using the metric uh, the, of the the, the number uh, number of keywords uh, that that websites are ranking. So that must be a websites that are ranking on. Not too l- less and not too many keywords. If there is only few keywords, very often competitor will be not relevant. It will not be a competitor. If it's too many, you falling into this kind of area of Wikipedia, uh, Amazon, and so on. Every e-commerce may say that on some point Amazon is competitor of. Uh, their, uh, their, their e-commerce. But this is not the website we're looking for. We're looking for a website of the similar size, similar traffic, similar number of keywords that rank. And uh, like SEMrush is providing a metric which is uh, measuring the similarity of the keyword set. So all the keywords that the competitor A is ranking versus client, all the keywords that competitor B is ranking versus client, competitor C, competitor D, competitor E, and so on. And then we can see what is the similarity level. So the the higher similarity level, that's better as long as the other metrics also follow this
0: range that I said. Okay. Um, So I was thinking one question would be, how do you actually ensure that um, you don't get recommendations that are irrelevant for your client? So perhaps your client's competitor is in a different line of business as well as being the core similar business that your client is in. Um, If that's the case, they would be ranking for other keyword phrases as well as the keyword phrases that are relevant for your client. So how do you make sure that you don't end up recommending for your client to rank for keyword phrases that are irrelevant for their business? That's a very
1: good question. So, uh, first of all the super gap outcome of the super gap is just a final suggestion that needs to be digested by in-house team or the business owner or someone else and the the, the example you gave uh, is Sometimes happen, not men, not often, but sometimes, uh, that let's say you have an accountant uh, that is helping, mo- most of the time is helping uh, to deal with uh, self-assessment to self-employed people. That's mainly what they're doing. But it would be difficult to find another competitor's who are doing only that kind of activity. Competitors will be doing that kind of activity plus VAT return or plus uh, shares uh, or plus something else. But we know about that. We know that there are other areas which are not interested to my customer, to my client. when the gap analysis is prepared and considering the fact that we have a lots of competitors, so that the, the, the data is very heavy, we can then exclude all these areas. And this is the moment when I'm working with a client. He's then saying, hey, like, yeah, 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 but VAT. I was like, no problem, ton of, ton of, ton of, ton of, ton of. Now here is your sweet spot. The power of, of gap, uh, a super gap analysis is so high that I am able to do a keyword research for a Russian website written in Cyrillic. I would probably be able to give relevant topics to Chinese websites, uh, not knowing the language and not knowing the alphabet, because I'm using numbers and math. So I like the reaction when, for example, I'm meeting a customer whose website is in Turkish. And I have a very specific number of competitors and I know that they are relevant and so on and so on. I'm performing gap analysis. I'm showing this. And there is this moment of, wow, because on the top of the gap analysis are the highest priority keywords. And the first reaction is often like, hold on. So you're saying that we're not ranking on these keywords? I'm like, "That's that's what I'm saying. Impossible. And then they're going to Google and they're Googling this and they're like, yeah, you're right, we're not ranking, we were thinking that we're ranking. So this is that moment that you as a consultant know that you've done a great job because this is better than say like, oh, this is great. It's Their reaction is confirming and assuring you that you've done a very relevant research for them.
0: Okay, so is it the case that um, the reason that you're delivering such accurate and um, appropriate information uh, recommendations to your clients is that you're choosing, you're selecting a high number of competitors, at least 20. So you, have you de- determined that you need to find at least 20, com- 20 competitors in order to deliver the most accurate data to your clients?
1: That's correct. Normally, the software's allowing to go by default to five competitors, or maybe eight, and so on and so on. Now, I uh, p- performed just for like... Um, Uh, Practicing a golf equipment provider SEO analysis gap uh, analysis as an example, I'm referring. Yeah, and I used uh, around 40 or 50 websites, maybe maybe 35, but it's still a high number. And you know, I am not a, I'm the last one who you would call a professional golfist. But uh, when I measured what these guys are ranking mostly on, that are Keywords like, how much does a golf simulator cost? I'm just reading this right now in front of myself, uh, in front of, uh, I have the, like on the screen. 17 out of 35 competitors is ranking on how much does a golf simulator cost? So g- golf, prov- golf equipment providers are, um, you can give them advice like, listen, I don't know if you have simulators or you're planning to do simulators or you're trying to, re- you made retailer simulators, but it's definitely something that resonates highly with your AJ- with your um, potential customers. Another example, how much does SkyTrack cost? I had no, t- no clue what is SkyTrack. This is this kind of like, you're doing golf in front of the screen and camera and there is something like that. It's a different name for a simulator. Uh, What is E6 Connect? What what does a TrackMan cost? So, you know, you're you're getting like super, super, super deep knowledge about the industry operating. Sometimes e-commerce website, this is also a very valuable information for e-commerce websites because we can say like, listen, we need to do marketing about the products, You need to uh, rank on this, 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 this. And they are like, oh, but we don't have this product yet. So this this is what I'm saying. Now is the moment to consider. Should we start selling, for example, orange socks because people are searching them so heavily? Or, for example, uh, sometimes people are coming to me and saying like, oh, you know, this competitor is so big uh, and I would like to be as big as they are and i'm doing gap analysis i'm saying i know why they are so big they are men's predominantly men's clothing but to inflate traffic they are also doing a lot of women clothing despite from the fact that it's giving them maybe five percent of the revenue do you want to follow this path if yes i know what products we need to upload if not we can dig deeper
0: lovely Uh, and really Nicely explained there. Now, you mentioned e commerce there. Is there a certain type of business or size of website that this um, super gap analysis is appropriate for? Um, I'm thinking for a really small business or small website that it might not be so appropriate. And I'm also thinking that for a market leader that already dominates in their market perhaps it might not be so appropriate but but is that correct
1: um i think the only uh, exception to use the gap analysis would be uh, highly b2b uh, websites um let's say you know uh, petroleum industry but this is not because of the methodology is bad it's more that uh, the behavior of potential customers it's very rare that someone will say like oh I, today i would like to dig a shaft let's see who can dig a shaft. The purchase process is much, much, much longer. And it starts from, you know, maybe this, like, uh, you you have the name for this, but like, I call this competition, offers competition, and so on, and so on, and so on. So the purchase process is different. But every small, mid and large, even the industry leaders uh, can grow because, uh, you know, um, there are always areas where, you are not ranking. And when you see uh, the the way how I'm using, I'm using three metrics. Match, uh, which is number of competitors that simultaneously rank. Average, which is the average ranking of competitors, but only the one that are ranking. And then prioritization, which is a special formula, which I'm trying to aggregate this, plus also cost per click, despite from the fact we're talking here about SEO. Because for me, higher cost per click means that keywords have... This kind of commercial calo- cal- caloric, uh, cal- caloric um, uh, you know, is very caloric from the commercial point of perspective. Uh, and when I'm aggregating this, I'm then sorting this by match and then immediately by priority. And keywords, which are the most uh, visible across competitors, are always on the top of the list. And and, and thanks to that, I can even to the, the leader say like, yeah, you are a leader, but here, here, for example... Price comparison website, pet insurance, bike insurance, uh, you know, um, this kind of um, bicycle insurance. And then the feedback came me like, you know what? No, this is not, we, want, we don't want to go to, through this. Fair enough. But, you know, this is the role of consultant. And this is the moment when you can marry that know- knowledge of consultant who is external and in- in-house team who knows everything about company and the industry inside out.
0: So how often should an SEO be doing this? Is this something that is only done at the start of a project when you actually start working with the client, maybe once a year or more often than that? So I'm I'm recommending to do this like every 3 to 6
1: months because this is this is the the risk is that you don't want to have a situation that you're bombarding every two weeks, people in-house with new gap analysis. The added value is when they can really execute what is inside the gap analysis. So I'm doing this during the audit, and then for next three to six months, we are getting the best uh, from this gap analysis. I didn't mention before about one more step. At the end, when I have, let's say, 100,000 keywords in this gap analysis spreadsheet, I'm choosing, let's say, only the keywords which at least three competitors are ranking, and at least there is 100 searches a month. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, you know, this list from 100,000 records will be reduced to 5,000 records. And then this is where is the most important, one of the most important step. Back in the day, I had to manually start grouping these keywords into to what would constitute a landing page, blog post, or category for e-commerce. But there is SE ranking software which have a tool which is called Grouper. The problem is uh, that this tool is pay per per pay um, at you at, you paying ad hoc you know um, mm-hmm. pay as you go, uh, okay. so every, every keyword costs you like zero point zero zero something uh, dollar yeah. So if you're going with five thousand keywords it will be additional cost to the audit, but it's worth. And you loading these keywords, you already know that they are very very prominent to deliver extra traffic to your customer. And you let the tool to process them and start grouping. The tool is then looking at the Google uh, search results and is trying to identify uh, keywords which across 1st and results returns um, multiple times the same URLs. And that is a strong signal that multiple keywords should belong to the same page. And then you're getting a beautiful spreadsheet which is grouped, keywords, search volume, and this you can send to the content writers, and they can deliver amazing content.
0: Superb. Um, so in terms of the biggest initial wins, the first things to do with the the information that you provide your clients, um, is it optimizing existing pages?
1: Um, I would say that gap analysis is predominantly for writing new pages. Uh, I'm I have another uh, another like a pilar in my audit, which is s- snapshot. And snapshot is pretty much that I'm taking keywords that are already ranking from the search console using API. So I can have even 400,000 keywords. And then I'm, I, I identify five to 10 keywords per URL that is ranking quite well, but not yet first. And then... In-house team may optimize this. Sometimes it's a very long process, but very beneficial process. Depends how much content you have. Gap that we are talking right now, 99% of the time, it is to design new content, to create new content, to expand existing number of pages.
0: Great information. So if an SEO is listening, reading watching and they really want to actually get going with this super gap analysis, but they're struggling for time. What's one thing that they've been doing on a regular basis for the last five years or so that um, has been diminishing in value that they need to stop doing in order to spend more time on your super gap analysis?
1: Yeah, so I I would say there are two. First thing is that uh, people, in-house people, need uh, to remember that to scale up, they will need to outsource. The better they can outsource the mini-task, uh, you know, that is that's that is giving them bigger, better power. The second problem is that I can see over a time, or, or maybe before I'm joining the organization, I can see that there is lots of writing for writing, and no one is measuring what, what that really brings. This article is not even generating traffic. We're not talking about leads. We're not talking about conversions. So, you know, nobody is searching top, uh, 100 things you should see in Budapest this week, you know. People are searching problem focus. Where should I go during lockdown for holidays? Or in cosmetics, very often uh, it's like, you know, how to get rid of wrinkles, how to get rid of, uh, uh, like, uh, freckles, you know, these kind of things. There is no uh, searches like, top 15, top 12 things you should do to get rid to you know, like... No, get to the point. People are using Google because they often have a problem and they want to, uh, you know, to, to find a solution. And then you can come and, and give
0: them this solution. Superb advice. You can find Lucas Zalesny over at SEO.London. Lucas, thank you so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you very much for having me and good luck. And let's stay in touch check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at SEOin2022.com.